El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. Don't forget, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You get a free audiobook. It's free. It's a free download of your book of choice. And you get a 30-day free trial. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash what did he said. Again, that's over 180,000 titles to choose from. That's for your phone, your Android, your Kindle, MP3 player. If you can't find nothing you like in that 180,000 titles, I can't do nothing for you, player. But thank you to Audible for hooking up the listeners of the What Did He Said podcast. Again, this is limited time only, man. You're going to get hooked up fat. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash what did he said. Thank you. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Mucinex. Thank you, Mucinex 600 pills for uh, loosening up this phlegm. It's your boy Chingo Blink. Thank you for tuning in to another stuffed up edition of the What Did He Said podcast. We have producer Rob in the building. What's up, guys? We have Marisol. Hello. My vieja. My the, ball, every, the old my, ball and chain. My everything. Uh, shout out to all the fans that showed love and sold out two shows in McAllen, Texas at Cine El Rey. Thank you guys so much. The after party was crunk as well. Um, I thought I was going to have to bust out my jujitsu. However, um, you know, I agreed to an after party. It was fun, but I couldn't really relax all the way. Yeah. Because, you know, I felt like I kind of had to be security a little bit. Um, the tacos at Suerte Bar. Yo, they were so good. Don left a review on Yelp. She went and Stop. hopped on Yelp. See, when is her birthday? Uh, is she a Libra like us? No, Marisol's already team last month. Like Don. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, already, I already told Pete. I was like, uh, we need to have Don on the team. I wonder <laughs> like, if she'll leave her little corporate America job. <laughs> we're like, man, to come on board. That's I don't the know. Kind, that's the kind of help I need. Somebody who's on it. Oh, oh man, that's so funny. On it. She does not fuck around. Man, lock that in. You lock that saying? in, Rob. She. Yeah, right. I already did. I got the ring right lock here, it man. Lock in Simone. It's like imagine it. Imagine lock it in Simone. Lock we need. We need children. We need something. She was like, I'll trap her. <laughs> the way you said, I thought I was gonna have to choke somebody when we went to go pick y'all up around the corner before yeah. we knew the streets were locked. You know, we're closed down. She's like, I was just looking around, like, who wants to? Who wants them? <laughs> Grab by the collar, like, don't play. Go on, go on. Um, yeah, I um, talking about the tacos, but what were you saying? Yeah, we were talking about the tacos, but I was telling Pete, I was like, um, man, if I could find someone that was an assistant. No, I got, I got my water. Thank the you. Oh, actually, yeah, give me one of those if you're busting one of those. <laughs> like if I could find an assistant that was like her, like I don't have to give that much direction. She pretty much gets it. Like I'd yeah. say it one time and she does it. I'm like, yes, yeah. I don't have to say it a gazillion times and like explain and go into detail. And like, yeah, this was the best. But anyway, going to the back to those tacos, bro. Listen, I'm really hard on Mexican food because I grew up with my grandmother cooking. So for me, it's kind of hard for me to say those are some damn good tacos or she's a damn good. You know what I'm saying? Cheers to the camera. Um, but um, man, well, I told the um, unbelievable the the, uh, the cook or the chef, whatever she goes, the taquera. She was like, "Hey, um, did you like my food?" I was like, "Man, you have a gift." Was she there in the around us? <clears throat> yeah, she uh, she walked up and I think she brought the food. Oh, cool. Yeah, she had a couple tattoos, hair pulled back. And she was like, man, I was wondering if y'all going to like it. And she's like, <clears throat> I made the meat fresh right before y'all were coming. And I had a great time in the Valley, man. It's always good to go back. I mean, <clears throat> the culture is so unique. Um, Sol was complimenting my riffing skills. Yeah. Where I, I opened up the show and 
because <clears throat> I'm so familiar with the valley. Like I used to, you know, go down there all the time. Yeah, all the time. So, I didn't know you were gonna do that. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have been ready to go just record it and just kind of put it online. Because that was funny. Usually, damn. Damn. He, did, he, he did a damn good job with yeah. that. That would have killed. That clip would have killed him. I know. It would have killed. <coughs> yeah. They would have. It would have gone hell of viral for sure. And Texas. I just assume I was like, okay, somebody out there's filming. I don't have to. Usually, I at least grab audio. Yeah. But um. But anyway, I can't use that any uh, really anywhere else. So yeah, it probably would have been good for the web. Um. <coughs> Now you mention it, Rob. <laughs> I'm gonna just cry over spilt milk. I, I was doing other things. We were having other problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I was riffing about South Texas culture, and uh, so it was like you hit the nail on the head. Like how I did the. Uh, I said, yeah, I went to the mall, and <clears throat> I made this guy at the mall a character. Well, I was like, man, why didn't you? You said you went to. You lived in Houston for a while. Why didn't you like it? It's too diverse. And <laughs> 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 you say the crowd lose it. No, it's too diverse, too many mix of people, you know, tacabron. <clears throat> but the valley was great, man. Um, so much love down there. And, and it's it's a huge market. You got Brownsville, Harlingen, Donna, La Jolla, uh, um, shit, Mission, Edinburgh, McAllen. Alamo. Uh, Roma. Uh, shit, I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> that's, why, that's why before we left... Even on my on my story, I'm putting it out there. I want to do an arena in the Rio Grande Valley. So I don't got to be able to do arenas everywhere mm-hmm. right away. But if your name is Chingo Bling mm-hmm. and you're doing Chingo Bling stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be you got to be doing some big shit at least. You know what I'm saying? In the Rio Grande Valley. And and, and we and um, the only reason, like I said, we haven't done an arena out there, right, is, is because... Um, uh, we My just baby's we, go, we just always go into you know the same place. It is a historic uh, theater, like I was telling you. I Cantin, didn't know all that. Cantinflas has performed there. Um, Chispirito has has performed there. So it's got a a, a big history. Um, that place, you know, it, it needs a lot of work. Like somebody needs to come in and just kind of like bring it updated. into twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty yeah. If they did that, bro, that place is about to pop. Yeah. Well, it, it it reminds me, you know, it has the potential of the uh, San Jose Improv, hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? Um, is that an old <laughs> historical place too? Or? Yeah, it's like it has that old theater vibe, but they converted it into a comedy club. Hmm. So there's like actually little tables, and you know, the balcony is still balcony, and I think the back, the back of the middle or whatever, is also rows, but in the front, it's like these small little comedy club type tables and um anyway you know the improv came in and, and you know converted it but uh yeah we're gonna get into some fan questions <clears throat> but man i'm getting over this little allergy crap man so babe, i apologize it went, on, it went on for so long it's probably one of the longest you know what I, happens i almost feel like i need to go blow my nose and shit. <laughs> i mean if you gotta get up at any time we can run the show no no go ahead go ahead do you think no i mean yeah um, it was pretty bad. He was on stage like that. Was it not hilarious when he brought up the damn inhaler and was like... <laughs> oh, you mean this thing? Yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. I was like, what's up, RGV? <sighs> 956. <sighs> and then I just go... <sighs> and they lost it for that and they were like, And they, like, they start laughing like, bro, are you clowning us? Saying we're like all in the drug game, drug game down here. And I was like, hey... Anywhere else, I do that on stage. They're like, oh, it's, it's a Vicks inhaler. It's, it's, it's medicine. I said, but around here, they thinking you got the valley allergies, you know, right. in quotes. But, yeah. 
So that's hilarious. Marisol is busy. She's like she's typing an email or something. I'm not. Um, what was that thing that you did where with the in the nose and like was that an, an so it was a oh that neti pot yeah. yeah yeah I've never done that how was that do you have allergies never okay good well you don't need to worry about this um basically really living mm. here Don though Don's like y'all or like you she's always fucked up about that um I don't I need to start paying attention to like what time of year I was fine in L A <laughs> oh Jesus you know L A nice Dropping dry hands. I don't know what I'm allergic to, so it might be dust. And they say there's like some uh, Saharan or African dust or something yep, like that. That is for real, yeah. I don't know if I'm allergic to that or just basic <clears throat> ass pollen and shit. Yeah, I think my sister, my sisters are so bad to where she actually went and got like studies. That's what I told him. I said I think the next step for you is we're, we're going to need to go get, do an allergy test just so that we kind of mm-hmm. know, you know, what's if not, you know, it. let me know how many tickets we got to be selling. <laughs> So I can go get my allergies. Your full panel. <laughs> you know, yeah, I told you a while back, Don did that. So we had another friend, quick uh-huh. side story, that did the same <laughs> energy, uh, energy, allergy panel that she did. But they prick you with so many different things, right? Like mm-hmm. all, like tiny, tiny amounts of everything that you could possibly be allergic to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Different dusts and, um, and, you know, trees and leaves and shit. Well, she was so, uh, this is our friend, was so allergic to this process that she went into... Like uh, anaphylactic shock. What the fuck is that? Like she, she basically her throat was closing. What uh, the? Her heart rate was like lowering because she was allergic to so many things. To something in there, and they prick you with so many different ones that they weren't even able to pinpoint exactly what it was that set it off. And it's still that was like five weeks ago. She's still recovering from how bad she was allergic to some of these things. Like her lungs still haven't regained all the same power. Oh like she's God. weak and can't like lift things. It's nuts. Like freak kind of uh, incident. And they still don't narrow. They it, can't narrow it down. And they can't narrow it down because they said it's not a good idea to do it again either so soon or maybe at all because it could kill her. Holy shit. So I'm like, wait, uh, don't you want to know if you're allergic to something that bad? Okay, but you know what's crazy is I had never heard of allergies growing up, right? Like there's no, like, okay. In Mexican households, yeah, it didn't it's exist. Like you don't, yeah, it doesn't exist. And then one day, I'm a little, I'm like early 20s and I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And one eye just won't stop watering, and I'm just like, oh man! And it usually happens to me when, I, when I'm going to get a cold. That's usually what happens. So I thought, oh great, here's a cold. I'm about to get a cold, and and then my eye just starts to swell, and I'm like, that's really odd. My eye never swells like that. Oh, okay, whatever. I'm going to keep working, right? And then my boss, oh babe, remember he went to the show, and you, oh, I was yeah. like, I used to work with him. Uh-huh. He was sitting behind me, and I I turn around, and he goes. Oh, shit. Holy shit. What's wrong with your eye? I said, I don't know. What's wrong with my eye? <laughs> He's like, go to the restroom. I went to the restroom. My eye was this big. It was like so poofy. Like I didn't, I, that explained the big ass headache I had and all the pressure yeah. I had here, you know? So it was like my eye shut down. Then the other one did it. I had to get my mom to come pick me up because I couldn't drive myself home. And that's how I discovered I had allergies. Oh, shit. Because both my eyes were so small to where I was like. Just you telling that and, story and, makes my eyes water. And I mean, you don't. I have the biggest eyes in the mm. world, right? Mm. So can, you can only imagine. Sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> and now the baby, now Penny's nose is running. Yeah, so why we think it's her allergies. And just really, I off. think they probably both got it from me because uh, Mickey, she's constantly having little. Like, did you have them growing up, or did you also get them like as honestly, an adult? Honestly, I think that's what would bring on my uh, tonsils, <laughs> the tonsils. You know, because I'm, uh, you know, I'm a. Pre-cum baby uh, <coughs> wasn't fully formed. It's the my tonsils. I think that's what would start it. It would start as like allergies, maybe pollen or something gets stuck there, and maybe the um, your tonsils. I don't know if they act as a filter for stuff like that, but then they'd get infected, 
Do you still have your tonsils? Hell no. no. Oh. My life is broken down between life before tonsils, oh. life after tonsils. So I was like, I need to ask my sister how old I was. I was probably like 30 years old. Finally getting them taken out because I just either didn't know. Like first, when I was a kid, I think they were scheduled to do it. And then uh, somebody told my mom, like, no, 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 I can't say so, Dora, no. You know. That's, that's how they did it, right? Yeah, they were like, esas son las defensas del niño. Le, le quitas eso y lo matas. That's and, I know. They have to put yeah. them under. They're going to have to cut them out. No, no, no. El niño no. Cancela. Like, cancel the appointment. Then I suffered. I mean, suffered in all caps. All, like, through my music career. Like, sometimes you can't record. Man, is that why you sound so different maybe in older videos? Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Mm. I, my voice was probably, like, hella high, too. And sometimes I'd make it higher yeah. in my raps. Kind of like B-Real or Eminem sometimes. For sure. But, um, <clears throat> plus, I'm a creep. Uh pre-come baby so i was probably just like a little runt with a little runt voice you know you should have riffed on that on stage that's hilarious. that might be for the year 2020 like just well i did riff about being a pre-come baby but like oh yeah yeah but but almost like uh you know like ralph Mach uh what's the name the uh karate kid was his name ralph macho i don't remember mm. no, the I karate really kid. never got into it well he was like older playing this teenager mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah yeah karate kid yeah he was a karate man right really i didn't know that he, he was, was like much older uh, like i that. don't know how much older but he might have been like 25 playing like a what 17 how yeah. old is he in the movie um High school. so whatever he got i got yeah we got the little baby face run thing anyway um yeah dude so motherfucking tonsils that shit like i, I thought i, I might have told this story uh, on the freaking podcast but like it was bad like I'm doing a record store meet and greet they're having a good a, story they're having to call a nurse like the promoter I was like bro I need antibiotics like that also check this out constantly being on antibiotics what does that do for your gut biome kills it mm. so good what does that do bacteria. when you're trying to work out and put on weight or gain muscle or be healthy it makes it mm. impossible <laughs> like I said, life before my motherfucking tonsils, where I was constantly on antibiotics. Like, I'd be like a fiend. <coughs> Here he goes. Sorry, like a little stash. <coughs> so, antibiotics. I may, I may need to get a cough drop, but, um. <coughs> okay. Oh, sorry, y'all. I'm um, going to go get one. Where yes, are they? please. I don't even know. Just check, like, where all them pills are at. <laughs> Or like honey or something. Fuck. This rural know. life, rural life shit right here. Rural life shit, yo. <sighs> shit, yeah. Jesus, hold on. <coughs> we'll be back after these messages. And, a th and tissue paper, baby. Okay. And I have to tour. I have to talk on stage. I have to record music because people harass the shit out of me. You gonna have some new music? Like, I'm trying, motherfucker. <laughs> um. So back to the record store. Yeah. So they're having to like call a nurse. Like, oh, my homegirl's a nurse. You know, she probably got some penicillin or something. So they're having to come. I'm having to, you know, pull my pants down for a nurse. <clears throat> Give me a shot in the booty. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even know this lady. And I'm the rapper that's about to go sign CDs in the front. And uh, one time, she, well, that particular time, she accidentally stuck herself with my dirty needle. Oh, no. Um, you know how people get paranoid. I don't know if she, if it bled or what. But uh, I think my sister was there. And she started asking all these like lifestyle yeah. choice questions, like, uh, do he be, uh, yeah, do he be running around uh, going raw and everything? No, because <clears throat> she thought like, fuck, I caught whatever he got. Um, long story short, man, um, I finally got the reason. Like, I just got so fed up 
with the shit and we did the research and we found like oh there's um the, the aller actually the allergy allergist um doctor i think she's the one <clears throat> i don't know if she's ear note and throat or something but it was like a day procedure they put you under for a little while so i was out obviously and then when i woke up and shit i was like oh fuck you know do i got them and recovery was a bitch yeah you had to be very patient with yourself like you couldn't like i one day i was like all right i'm tired of just sitting in here i'm just gonna do like some push-ups i started feeling like tasting blood in my mouth because um i i didn't realize that how much force like when you're doing push-ups the blood pressure to your head maybe i wasn't breathing right mm -hmm. but that blood started opening them scabs you have them you oh, know these two yeah, little yeah. inside your body scabs which are different than you know an elbow scrape right. scab anyway man long story short this doctor said in all the years of me doing this procedure this is the worst case <laughs> i have ever seen of like just I, getting quality of life those tonsils she said I have never because I suffered with it for years and I never it like you're you're having little stashes of antibiotics or you're just like, hey, man, we can't refill it, bro. Like we just like what happened to the other 30 motherfucker yeah. I had a fever for the past fucking month. You know what I'm saying? Like you were legit 30 when you got them taken out. I was probably even older than that. Oh, wow. I was f at least 30 when we finally were like, you know, fed up like, OK, can I get them taken out? Because I don't know. Mind you. I'm busy being a one-man band. I mean, I had help throughout sure. the years, but you're young and mature. You're running. You're not efficient with your time, and you're just trying to, like, make it. So you're, like, in the studio, hitting the club. You know, obviously, you're having your fun, too, mm -hmm. right? Um, but anyway. Because be like, are you sick? No, no, no. Well, no, nah, if, if I was sick, like, I couldn't do shit. Like, I'm in bed with a fever. But the lady, when I went to get my consultation with the doctor, I was, she was like, okay, so you're in, in the middle of a bout, like right now. I was like, no, no, no I just got over. Uh, it's probably been, I had a good two weeks. Like, it's probably been two weeks since the last thing, you know. Episode. Yes. And, um, but uh, I took a whole bunch of antibiotics. I've tried every single type of, they've, I've been prescribed probably every single type of antibiotics. Like the ones where it's like four days, mm -hmm. where it's like four pills, three pills, two pills, one, uh, like you name it. I, I damn near know them by name. And um, she was like, no, are you having a bout, like, right now? I was like, no, 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 about two weeks ago was the last one, and I took a whole bunch of pills. She's like, really? Because your shit is, like, red, puffy, fucked up. Like, your shit is fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's some language for a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the first thing I <laughs> but thought. But she, she was basically like, nah, bro, like, your, your tonsils are fucked right now. Did they take him out right after? Nah, you had to, like, schedule it, and then, uh, you know... Because I think I, we had to go do it out of another facility. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's where we're set up to do that kind of thing. Have you had any other major surgeries? No. Thank God. No, that was it. That's the only time I could remember <laughs> being put under. Yeah. Stuff like that's that. That's scary How shit, How about man? you? No, nothing. Never been put under, never had anything like that. Even when I'm getting chased by bulls and shit, I always averted uh, major that's injuries. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. So tell me, the other day you mentioned... Uh, Y'all were talking about being hung over in high school. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I, I was never hung over in high school. I was like, maybe college. Yeah. And uh, really after college, that's when I had those hangers. Of course you did. Oh, perfect. We have tissues. Hello. Um, oh, I thought you said tissue. I did. But you said, Luis, I didn't have. Oh, okay. My bad. You're holding both of them. Same she thing. had cough drops in her purse? Yeah, in her, in her car. Nice. 
So I'm asking Rob, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I might have to step out so y'all don't get the sound effect. So Rob is telling me he was talking about being hungover. Before we get into fan questions. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah for sure. That's what the point. He, he was talking about being hungover in high school. Weren't we never, all talking about yeah, that? Yeah, dude, we had. I, no, in high school, I, I've never, was never hungover no, in high school. Never. Well, I got, man, this is going to sound fucked up. I got drunk in like middle school. <laughs> I might have been in eighth grade at school, drunk. At and school. Yes, it's it's a very. Uh, no, I think what is that? Uh, like the amount of years that have gone by. What is it? Like the uh, tool you can't get in trouble. What is it? Oh, the yeah, statute limitations. Yes, statute limitations. I'm gonna tell you that story after Rob tells his. But Rob was like, Rob was like, "Whoa, you." He was like, "Yeah, high school." He's like, "You've obviously never been invited to a uh, pasture party." <laughs> I was like, "Nah, I forgot what you from that? Needville." I, I was like, "I forgot you from Needville, Texas." That's um, right. In, Inform us. Uh, so you've never been to a pasture party? I've country? not, and I'm pretty. It's not like I've seen it in a movie. A hundred percent. Like you remember Varsity Blues? Did uh-huh. you ever watch Varsity Blues? Not really, but I've, I, I think I've seen a movie poster, and I can kind of like tell what the whole movie's about. Yeah, you know, football, <laughs> football on Friday nights, and you that's know, really how Needville is. A hundred percent. Wharton, and you know, all those little towns yep. out there. Go to a pasture party. You always had a lot of our friends, and like me included, we were basically like farmers kids so you had a bunch of fucking property where you just go and do bonfires and just have big ass parties and uh the worst that would happen is maybe like people would get crazy in the trucks and go mud and out in the fucking pastures but you know you weren't around anybody but you just drink and you know some people want to go cow tipping and shit like that i never did that i mm. was like w- would you ever do like land in in uh needville or wharton and just have you like a like at some age mm-hmm. or i don't know if you're more of a city boy now or if you uh, I wouldn't mind. Like, I always tell us my parents because we do have property out there, and you know, the parents are always like, nos vayamos, todo esto es tuyo, you know, and I'm like, awesome, great. Like, yeah, <laughs> where are you going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shitload of land out there, and I'm sure we'll still have animals back then or at that point, and yeah, I'll, I'll take it over. Like, mm. I don't mind it, but for now, I couldn't imagine living out there. Can't, mm. there's a, you have to drive an hour plus to get anywhere. Yeah. Dude, do y'all have a Whataburger growing up? Uh, the closest one was like probably 30 minutes away. Oh, damn. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, man. Shit, sometimes we, you know, it's nice to get away sometimes, like Waco or something that's kind of like in the cut. I think like for, like I wonder how Intocable does it, like mm-hmm. where do they live and if yeah. they just go back and up, pick up the guitar and this is, you know, I got my land and this is where I create and then and in a few days they're going to pick me up and take me to a plane and then I'm going to go. Yeah do my work and then come back and pick up I, the I wouldn't mind something like that maybe a little bit later in life right now I enjoy the um, freedom and the uh, like you know ability to just go anywhere whenever I feel like it and yeah. I love where we live mm-hmm. I only take one road I don't hop on the freeways you know very rarely if I jump on that freeway I, it's like fuck man you gotta so, plan it out yeah and so i just like how you know we have access to everything in a very short amount of time versus mm-hmm. you know how you far go was how far town. Wa- and how far was a hospital uh it was about yeah 30 plus exactly. 40, 40 minutes so Ooh, yeah that's your ass yeah, yeah. exactly Ooh. you better so, call like you know farmer john is a vet yeah he can yeah. probably yeah. stitch that's exactly you up. how yeah, it goes yeah. down in, in towns like you that. had a vet yeah. for sure just and in case yeah and it wasn't until like way after that there was actually like a, a little uh like a satellite clinic for like more herman or something there's one of those out there now oh yeah but before yeah. then like you're talking about like you had snakes and fucking animals mm. and stuff and if you got in trouble like it's a drive so in high school this girl you know one of the kids in high school had like property somewhere and it was like during spring break or something they all went like four-wheeling 
And so I don't know what happened that the four-wheeler flipped and the girl that was in high school with me, the the fence kind of went through her throat. Ooh. So they ah. had to basically like... Like barbed wire. Listen, they had to like give her CPR and try to keep her alive until helicopter life flight came and took her yeah and she made it through graduation right she but when she talked she had to do one of those things i don't know what happened to her now like i haven't i don't want a four-wheeler she got like clothes it just like flipped i don't know you know how it is it lands Mm -hmm. out there you know what i'm saying it's like crazy so you're on wire in the wire where they kept the animals you know on the other side or whatever it was like she flipped and when she they she flipped it was kind of like flip Dude, you know? barbed wire is some scary shit. Um, so we were storm prepping today. Oh, good. Uh, here there's that tropical. Well, Rob told us. I don't know if y'all been watching the news. Uh, the, hey, the blings. He, hey, he, it's funny that he knows that we probably don't. <laughs> I was like, you know Just, what? I know you guys got a lot going on. I'm, I don't know if you watch the news like regularly. But Don's nah. like fucking meteorologist. Doppler. Meteorologist. <laughs> Don Doppler. Don Doppler, Doppler, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we're storm tri- uh, st- storm trooping, storm prepping today. Fucking Star Wars. And I saw in the USA Today, I was like, it says it might go to Florida and stuff like that. And they said um, people in Tallahassee, they were putting the sandbags. Like, they trying to prep and stuff. We don't know where it's gonna go. If it's gonna what it'll turn into. But is August tur- uh, hurricane season? I guess it's, start, it, it's it starting. Starts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even with the fact that we have the storm prep, uh, we looked at some, uh, we were just randomly on, what is it? HAR.com. Mm-hmm. Looking at properties, oh, yeah. you know, house mm-hmm. or something, peeping game. And uh, I was like, oh, you know what? You can get some really nice stuff here for 300000 compared to LA oh, with 300000 yeah. So I was like, you know what, baby? We're going to ride it out. You know, the storm coming, but that ain't never, you know, uh, fuck, we uh, might uh, flood uh, a little <laughs> bit, you know, but shit. Or as we, my mom says, well, I don't know why you guys want to go out to California. I mean, every time an earthquake hits, they keep sinking. So California's going to sink. I just hope you know that. And I'm like, okay, mom, I'm sure it'll be a long time before in the entire state of California. I mean, sinks, over there, they okay? do talk about like, I'm glad we, I'm for, for one, I'm glad because you know what? When we were going and when we went, like the whole time, earthquake was on my mind. Even in Mexico City, earthquake was on my he mind. He was like, what do we do? I'm like, Pete, it's I'm not, not going to happen. I don't know. And then what happened? A week after we leave. Yeah. I had two of my best friends were at Dodger Stadium during those uh, earthquakes. Oh, and it was just. Shit. They were freaking out. The people were? Everybody. They were talking about it because it's a live broadcast, right? It's like the Dodgers versus whoever it was, oh, the man. Cardinals or something. And. They didn't even stop playing though. Like they're pitching balls, and the the batter's like, "Okay, well, it's already hard enough to hit this ball. Like you're still like we're not stopping." And they just kept playing through it. Like the Maybe. whole stadium signs. Jerry, that Jerry said they didn't even feel it. The first it one, depends. he said the second one, he did. Mm. They say this: the way the Richter scale works is a six point two and a seven point two is not just one step away. They said it's like exponential ten times. Mm. more because of the decimal it becomes exponential mm. wasn't one a seven something yes so 7.1 that's crazy so and it and it and they happen sometimes these two happen i think way out in the middle of nowhere like mm. far away from the city but it's probably good that those people kept playing because it may have kept people calm oh yeah good yeah. point because in those situations those are the flight attendants mm. we're looking at them 
for body language and, and how calm and if they freak out. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't see, think of that. Dude, if you're on a plane and shit's shaking and you see the pilot like, fuck, and then you see the flight attendant like, oh, my God, you know, it's going to freak you out. Yeah. Uh, I've been in some bad turbulence to where it's like fucking like, and she's like, oh, it's like we're white water rafting. <laughs> and she started singing, row, row, row. No, she did yes, not. Yes, I swear to God. Gently down the street. Hell no. And it was like freaked out by that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, and then, too, um, well, I read, I think, in a magazine, like when you feel those, when yeah. you feel that drop. I what think does that it, mean? I, in the, no, in the magazine, it was talking about like how many, f- it may feel like you're dropping hundreds of feet, but it was breaking down the physics of it. Mm. The first flight I ever got on that happened. There was a storm. And um, my friend's parents, like, only flew first class. So I was in first class, I right? <laughs> I know. Hey, I'd never been on a plane, but my first experience was first class. And then when I got on a plane again and I... I in, coach? Grew, in coach? In coach. I was like, uh, wait a minute. This is not how... How old are you in the in the, oh, in the I was in the seven. I was 17 when the first time I ever flew. In first class? In first class. And then your next one was like And then the after? next one was, yeah, probably... Yeah, because I went to New York shortly after that. So then that was a regular flight. And I was like... I kept a telling bummer. my mom, Yeah, I was telling my mom. I was like, oh my God, Ma. I was like, this is not how it is in first class. I was kind of telling her. Anyway, so... Uh, I had never flown. I was scared. My friend invited me skiing and I just thought it was going to be badass. And I was like really not trying to think about like the whole flying thing. Right. And then my girlfriend's like, you're more likely to be in a car accident than die on an airplane. Okay. Well, that just kind of like made everything better. Right. Well, then on the way back, fucking there's a storm and the plane is just like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god the just first time i ride on an airplane i'm gonna die and i just but the water that would hit the window it looks like this like the yeah. the drops like about this small so i was like so weird but i was so scared they're like don't you, you know stay seated put your seatbelt on you know and then finally you, you we were went trying to get it no 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 they were oh. just telling people like oh, okay. put your seatbelt back calm. on yeah keep everything yeah and and then I was just watching, and I'm I'm just like, oh my god! And then my friend's kids were kids, my friend's um, brothers were making me nervous because they were just like they weren't they didn't know any just being little assholes. Well, they they were just keep, kept playing and being loud, and they were making me nervous because yeah. they I was like, yeah. oh my god, don't you know we're about to die? It's a serious and guys. you're just still playing, like don't play, stay. I They're feel all like, used to it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I feel like them moving was going to make the airplane yeah. move more. So I was like, just yeah, fucking yeah. sit there. I remember my first time on a flight. Uh, we flew to the valley for something. Mm. It was like maybe like a family thing. Mm-hmm. I was already kind. Of, Wait, was that my? Yeah, that had to be my first time because I just remember ha- being having that like weird sensation of like trying to be a control freak as to like fuck, what is it? What is it doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because I had never done the. <coughs> I have never done. I had never done puta madre, the takeoff <laughs> process. Have the same story, or the come yeah, down yeah. process. Well, how old are you? At that time, I must have. I must have been like twelve because. I went to New Jersey, what, 13. All right. Mm. So that wasn't, you know, that was a long flight, though. <laughs> we got to, yeah, we got to share that story at another podcast, like just that story. I don't think I've ever heard it really from beginning to end. Which, which? The Jersey and the, the school and all <coughs> that, you know, we need to delve into that. Okay, maybe then, you know, the next one yeah. or something. For but sure, I need to because, you know, I need to um, kind of jog my memory. Yeah. 
because of some of the stuff that I want to uh, talk about uh, next year's yeah. comedy set. Mm-hmm. No, I, my first plane, uh, plane ride, whatever, was like only three years ago. First time I was on a plane. I went on a business trip to uh, West Hollywood in California. Mm-hmm. So first time on a plane, first time in LAX. And How the, was that experience? The take, I mean, it was cool once I was in the air. I didn't know what to expect. Nobody told me anything, right? So the takeoff, I was like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah, And I was just like talking to myself, like, because I don't have anxiety or anything, but it's, it's a scary thing when you've never been on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? When you start thinking about how far, how far up you are. And then these days, you got to make sure you ain't on a uh, Boeing uh, 737 Max or mm-hmm. Air Max, whatever. Crashing <laughs> the Air Max, the uh-huh. fucking Nike Boeing that they did. Bullshit. Like uh, I just real quick, another airline just switched their art their order. They swapped their order of planes. They're like, hey, bro, we're going with Airbus. Keep that fucking Boeing where the really? fuck is that? Because of that bullshit software. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, they were uh-huh. rushing. They were rushing trying to compete. Anyway, no, I heard about that, but I didn't know if like they were still using the same system or the same plane. A lot of airlines, well, a lot of countries have pretty much outlawed and banned. Like, if you have the 737 Air, Air <laughs> the Air Max, <laughs> don't quote me. It's one of those, but it's like Boeing. The 737 is like super common and reliable. Mm-hmm. It's this little bullshit version they mm-hmm. tried to do. Anyway. That's crazy. No, uh, so that was uh, that was like three years ago. I went on a business trip, and you know, once I was in the air, I was like, okay, let's just try to fall asleep or something. And just get there. It's not too far, right? Like four or five hours maybe in the air. Shit, that's three and a half. Three and a half. After a while, you'd be like, ah, damn, man. So much longer. Yeah. I fell asleep for a little bit and then woke up and I was like, nope, not yet. Go back to sleep. But then anyway, we finally get there and I'm just like trying to figure my way through it. That, that airport is so fucking big. LAX? Yeah. Had to take like a bus to a terminal to another place, call an Uber. And that was a crazy conversation. Just some, you know, another foreign lady talking about real estate and <laughs> entertainment and i was like oh yeah uh-huh it's all about burbank airport i well you told me that the other day and i was like oh didn't even know uh, about sam it. demaris that was oh, that's right. wasn't here mm-hmm. i think we had a whole discussion about um, yeah burbank airport versus lax I, he said he said i live in hollywood and he said it's he said a burbank's just like 15 minutes for, yeah. for me mm. versus but. like an hour plus uh, but no, but that was it. I mean, it was a scary ass experience and then got there, do what I had to do. It was only 24 hours. Literally, I was there. It was just one day. I went there, spent all day doing this training for this, this machine that we had bought and then flew back the same day. When I got there, I'd never been through TSA or anything. So they're like, where's your luggage? And I was like, I don't have any. I literally walked on a plane with a beard. With a, yeah, right. I couldn't let it grow too long. It was actually shorter than this. Just my papers that I had. I had like a manila folder and some papers and that was it. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm on a business trip. Where's your luggage? Like, I don't have any. I didn't know what to say. They were like, okay. So they all just kind of looked at me. You didn't have to get a hotel room or anything? No, no. Just landed, worked for 10 hours, and flew back. Wow. wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So you had to get on a plane twice for the first time yeah, in a day. Yeah, in a day. How was it the way back? Were you more like, oh, I've done this? I, I was, yeah. And then I was able to sleep pretty much the whole way. Mm. And I left my car at the airport and just got in it and drove home. I oh, got that's home good. at like 4 in the morning that day. Yeah, if you could sleep on a plane, that's a pretty good sign. I can. You're relaxed. Yeah, I can pretty much sleep. You can too. You fall oh, asleep. Oh, I eat that. I. I noticed that lately, I haven't done it as much. Mm. That used to be my not like my shit, but like sleeping I'd, on a plane. Yeah, for some reason I've noticed that uh, recently. Really? Yeah, I'm wondering if um, if maybe now, fuck, I have no idea what it could be. Maybe are you working? I'm, maybe riding? I'm more rested. Maybe I'm more rested when I get on that bitch. Yeah, that's know. probably. Yeah, if I'm rested, I don't fall asleep. But if I'm not rested, yeah, I'm out. Like, and the plane had a Wi-Fi. It didn't even work. Yeah, it's kind of shitty sometimes, and it gets annoying. I've, uh, you know how I am. 
Um, I've had a few where I've emailed Southwest. I'm like, that ah, shit didn't even fucking work. You bro, know? if you email in the airline, bro. They're like, hey, I go bet try another one. And they refund I bet the airline is like, bro, people keep emailing. Like, we ain't open not one. Mm-hmm. We get 3000 a second. No, they, they refunded me the $8. And I mm. said, I, I didn't even use it. I was like, y'all shit didn't even fucking work. You know, I was like, come on, you know. And then I'm all like, I'm an A-list, you know, customer. I have X amount of points, you know. Don't make me tweet this out, you know. Type you put of all that in there? In the email, yeah. <laughs> because I'm an like, influencer. No, <laughs> no because at first they were like, Latinas sorry. 18 to 34. Hey, they, because shit. at first they were like, there's nothing that we can do about it. Like, fuck you. We don't give a shit that your Wi-Fi didn't work. And I'm like, at first well, that's, that's what they not said? fair. Not in those words, but wow. basically it was kind of like. We're sorry that that was an inconvenience for you. We have no control of the Wi-Fi working or not working. You know, it just kind of, I guess. Just like, sorry, not sorry kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't. I didn't even get to use it. I wonder how Southwest, their my bad fund. I wonder how big their my bad fund (laughs) is. Because, you know, a worker got to be there like, okay, now what happened? Okay, you meant, all right. Uh, Should I reach into the my bad fund and give you $8? Let me think. Damn, like I'm still waiting for them to change my last name on my account. So I got an email from them saying that they were going to change it. Right. And I was like, great. That's awesome. Because what ends up happening is I have to travel with my old ID and my new ID because they'll put on my ticket Marisol Martinez. Right. But my new license says Marisol Herrera. So it's like, here's both my IDs. Y'all still haven't updated it updated it updated it i said and then you know they're like well we can change it. you're just gonna have to go to the counter i'm like no bro like i like curbside assistance like i'm not going inside there's a reason why i go to curbside so here's my other id and they oh every time i, I do this and every time they look <laughs> hey, at me I, I love curbside i love curbside too there's no i was so mad that la didn't have it i was like they didn't have curbside they well, did but yeah. it was like weird you had to go like inside first then groceries, go. Right? no 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 no. Oh. this is still airport, <laughs> airport. Oh, oh. Like, well, awesome. but but sometimes, yeah, sometimes groceries is, is like I think yesterday was one of those. It's like we might as well just go get it. Uh, yeah. Because there's a few items that like we need right now. Right. Yeah. Like the air filters and my fucking AC. Yeah. Um, man, you should have seen that motherfucking dog. I saw a little one right here. Damn, yeah. that motherfucker. It used to be white. Um, el, el, con, el que tiene allergies. I don't know why. I know, <laughs> right? I, I might be allergic to dust. I don't know what it is. You better but, get those good ones. Oh, so this is what I wanted to say. There's like expert level on some traveler shit, there's certain little things that you want to kind of um, make a note of. Yeah. And sometimes, vale la pena, pretty much all the time, yeah. <laughs> vale la pena, it's worth doing curbside. We do curbside. Curbside checking, where you basically just tip them. So if you have, like us, we always travel with like merch and you know stuff like that. So depending if you're bringing your banner and some posters and people want bobbleheads and they've been asking for hats, like all this stuff takes up space. Plus your own outfits, um, you know, you got to bring the, sh- you know, the sneakers. You need your gym shoes, too. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't hoop in those, bro. And um, so it's worth, like, like you know, depending on how many it is, they might, you might tip them five bucks, might be ten. I don't know. Well, you know Mr. Carlos at um, Southwest. Shout out to Mr. Carlos. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Carlos. Um, and then the other cat, I forget his name, and uh, he knows a comedian, um, what's his name, Terry Gross. Oh, really? Yeah. So Mr. Carlos be hooking up. Oh. So they know us. We travel Mr. so much. Oh, oh, hey, baby, go ahead. Leave your bags right there. I'll get you. Ah, yeah, he's like, like, why y'all? He gave me a card again. Why y'all ain't calling? Why y'all ain't calling me? Damn. When we y'all went need to, to call me when y'all, when y'all coming. When we went to uh, L.A., he was like, hey, Penny. 
She finna be one. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, when we went to LA, he he did he gave us a card again. He's like, man, call me because we had a shit ton of stuff. It makes me look at stuff different. Example. My birthday's coming up. I'm about to turn 40. So mm. all my people in motherfucking month of August, we turning up. I'm going to have a little pastelito on stage, motherfucker. We coming to Addison, Houston, all types of shit. So, uh, damn, my, my commercial was so good. I, I got taken back. I didn't know what the fuck. What was I saying? The stuff. You look at oh, stuff Oh, I look at stuff different. I'm, I'm about to turn 40. My birthday. I, hey, maybe I should ask my baby to go get me a Peloton bike. Hey. To go to the gallery, but no, I don't want it anymore. 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 Let's get to the story. This is I love the freedom and the mobility of. Hey, you want to go to uh, you want to go to Monterrey for a month? You want to go to New York City for a month? like uh, this summer? Like we're gonna do an experience at Airbnb. We're gonna go to LA for the month of June. I don't have to. Oh man, go to a class. Yeah. I was going to get him the Peloton, and the first thing that came to my mind was... I just want to move around too I was much like, still. wait, if we decide to move, what's going to happen to that? Yeah. I'm like, no. Me, come on. Come on. Me and <laughs> her, my baby on her the face same though, she's like, page. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the thumbnail for this. Uh, come on. Jesus. Okay. Now, do I have a bunch of pink stuff on my lip? No. no. Um, that's how you know you're on the same page, and... This is what I'm learning about relationships. Oh, it has to be good. <laughs> Let me hear this. Nine times out of ten, when we have a disagreement, it's because I wasn't listening ruthlessly. <laughs> you have to listen ruthlessly. My buddy Sean uh, used to manage the Ice House. Now he's over at Levity and Improv. He gave me some great advice. I need to text him after this <clears throat> to let him know we shouted him out. And, that, and thank you for the advice. That's sure. what I want to tell him. Um, he said, this is what he said. <clears throat> I started paying attention to little things that my wife was needing or, or, or like, oh, man, I wish I had this. Oh, I still got to get this thing. To he says, I have a business card in my, in my wallet and on the back. Oh, por ejemplo, Peloton bike or whatever it is. Like, oh, I wish I just had a subscription to, to or whatever, you know, whatever it is. I need a new blender. Um, <clears throat> You know, a new tire. My tire's fucked up. And he just had a little list. And then he, bam, Christmas time. Pa, 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 pa. Oh and God. she's like, huh, how did you know? I listened. I wrote it down. And the reason I know that listening, you know, people always say communication. That's mm -hmm. cliche. That doesn't. My mom used to preach about communication. And my dad is probably one of the worst listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so listening to me is more important than Communicate communication and this, and you got to keep it spicy. You got to be creative. All that is great. Listening can get you there. I'm not trying to be a relationship expert. Ah, but you're the right, man. The reason why I'm banking my money on listening to make sure she's happy and and the family's good, and you know this is what I want. This is what I love. It's all about my little family. That's mm -hmm. what the fuck I want. That's number one priority. You know we ain't losing that over nothing. So the reason I love listening is the shit is because in stand up. Mm -hmm. Once you start to listen better, boom, your timing, your, your riffing, your improv, you're picking up, you know, a, a heckler can't throw you off because you're listening ruthlessly. In acting, in a scene, that was like one of the number one things they taught us at a, the Leslie Kahn School, which was listen ruthlessly. Like, listen, 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 listen. In improv, when I took improv at UCB, 
I was having a hard time riffing in the scene because I was too busy thinking where I wanted to take the scene instead of listening in the moment. Mm -hmm. So now the scene's falling apart and I'm having a hard time because I'm trying to steer yeah. the scene instead of sharing and listening. That's like people when you talk to them, you know they're getting ready to just say the next thing versus actually listening to what you're saying. Mm. And like this conversation sucks. I do it all the time. I do it even in this podcast. <laughs> I did it five minutes ago. <laughs> I did it five minutes ago because we were talking about one thing and I was like, oh, Peloton, Peloton. <laughs> or I'll be like, ah, oh, tonsils. Or like, oh, I want to ask him about that uh, pasture party thing, but I'm talking yeah. about another thing. Yeah. So we need, it, I need to get notebooks for us to all write down. I mean, it's a, thoughts, it, just thoughts. But it's a good exercise. It's still a good challenge. That's mm -hmm. why. That's one of the things I get out of this podcast, and that's why it's so rewarding for uh, when fans in McAllen are like, hey, you're right. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh my God, I listen to you and Mighty Soul and this and that and you get me through my work week or uh, uh, when y'all need to drop two a week and I don't know the numbers because I haven't harassed you about like, hey man, how did it improve? Has mm -hmm. it gone up? What you know? What? Yeah, it's just like steadily going up. It's just like the, the you doing stand-up period. Like people were like, how do I listen? Every week, almost every day, multiple people, how do I listen? Where do I listen? So it's like almost needing to make that even easier, you know, but like the podcast page doesn't have the swipe up feature. So I can't just make like a, a highlight and say mm. swipe up for Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. It's just continuous education of where you listen. And it's because we don't have enough followers on yeah. there. So once okay. we get over, what is it? 10,000. 10,000. Right. Well, look, up option. Yeah. we're on it. I'm, I've been doing a little bit better job. I need to make it part of my show, part of my script. Mm -hmm. For instance. You know, when old school fans recognize you, like, hey, man, what's up? You know, I love the podcast or, you know, whatever it is. I I'll, I need to find a way to sneak it in. Like, yeah. Even if it's at the end, like, hey, guys, don't forget, man. Please follow, subscribe. Let people know. I just get on there and talk a lot of shit. We just, you know what I mean? Um, or maybe make an intro song to the show, and then we'll use that when you come out on stage. The way Theo does, the way, you know, a lot of these other comedians do. Mm. Like, they have a song for the podcast, and that's what they come out to. Oh, that yeah. That's genius. Yeah, so but there's another thing we have brewing uh -huh. that we want to talk about. Um, off, that we off are the air. Off the air, just yeah. so that, so just so fans are surprised when yeah. we do it, and it's not like, oh, we had already heard about yeah. it on the. Oh shit! I don't even know. what Yes, it you is. do, babe. Yes, you do. This <laughs> we talked about. Whisper it, sign language. What I wish you knew sign language. So I could okay, well, I need to learn more. <laughs> no, I, I need do. To Sometimes I'll tell him, like, babe, this is how you. If we were to be talking, this is how I would Look, say. So today, okay, let me back up a little story, right? Yes, uh, yesterday, the deaf guy that's over on the corner, um, he was like signing to me, like, because he's, he's asking for money out there, right? And um, I was like, sign uh, me no. I didn't know how to do it. And then I <laughs> but just. But I hit taught it. you no. Uh, how you do it? Just shake your head no. No, remember? Oh, no. Um, so you would just say, sign. Don't know. Yeah, don't know. Sign, don't know. Okay, <laughs> so see, now I, I'm putting together my little sentences. And uh, then I hit him with, I love you, because that's the easy. And, then, and a thank you. He's like, I love you, thank you. You know, I, I'm showing you what I know, you know, father, milk. And uh, didn't milk have to be down here? No, 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 no. Milk is just That's this. his joke. I don't ah, know. Sorry, I don't no, know. No, when I start, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, come to a live show. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, Rob, Rob did a lot of shrooms on that pasture. <laughs> uh, what, was I, what was I saying? Uh, so you signed. Oh, so Penny, thank you. Penny. I am blown away. I'm fucking blown away that a baby. I never. Knew, I know babies are smart, and I've also heard the theory that like, the theory that we already we're already born with words and meaning. We just haven't accumulated the uh, ability to speak until later or some mm. shit like that. Okay. But Penny is signing all kinds. She signs dad, 
Like where's she'll be like? Uh, so I won't say anything, and I'll just say where's where, dad? Where's and dad? And then she'll look. She'll look at me, and then she'll point at her head, and then she'll say dad. That's dope. But dad is dad here. Is really but this, this is a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, Simplified. same thing with more. She doesn't. Female do is is from the what nose down. Nose down. Male yeah. is like brother or what is it? How do you do brother? This is father. Brother. But yeah, everything starts up here. So are some things? Um, well, I know Feminine juice. Juice is down here because it's juice. your mouth. But no, nah, I was thinking maybe juice is. That's intense. It's like a lot to learn. My old business attorney was actually. I, I just remember this the other day because I saw her on Facebook Live. She does. Uh, she interprets at at her church. Oh, so cool. So when they do like they do her church like at Facebook on Facebook Live, and she's like, she sounds like she looks like one of the people at a concert. It's just like. You know, doing the whole thing. Does she do the songs or does she interpret the, ser- the sermon? Everything. Everything. Fucking crazy. It's so See, much See, I movement. always wanted to do the songs. I thought the songs looked so cool. and uh, But I never auditioned for the choir, the mm. deaf choir at the deaf church. Do you know why they call them interpreters, not translators? Well, I mean, this might sound ignorant. It's not a language. Like a, Ooh. you know what I mean? It's it not is like a, it is. If you say that, it is a language to a deaf yeah. person. That's probably the worst stabbed. insult. That's the nah. worst insult you can say. <laughs> mm. And I'm gonna give my answer, but she's probably gonna give the real answer. My made-up answer is that because they have to still be creative in how they're gonna decide how they're gonna provide context, paint a picture, and make it understandable, so that it, they're not saying word for word what they're translating they're right. interpreting they're getting the meaning and they're making sure you're gonna well, that's why I, I interpreted language as a spoken word <coughs> yeah no it's a language it's a li- well i know where you get it from yeah. because lengua like right. the latin yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my like spoken yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no i know i know what you're saying okay what's the but it's it that is correct it's you're not you're not translating word for word, word, for word. word. Oh, okay gotcha. so it's an interpretation basically so so you and i can both be the same interpreter on the assignment mm-hmm. But I may just use a different vocabulary word versus you. Oh, same meaning, same meaning. And it's funny people know that because you never hear people say translator. You know, it's an, always interpreter. Same well, I think no, a lot of people, people do. say translator. Oh, really? I mean, I, are you a translator? I've even said it. Like no. my wife's a translator. <laughs> I'm, like, no, I'm not a translator. <laughs> I'm an interpreter. So I'm an interpreter. Yeah. So when she, well, I'm probably putting words in your mouth, but like when you do it, do you your right brain? Does it feel right brainish, or is it like? <coughs> Probably yeah, definitely both. right brain but you know what's crazy to me when i thought I, my mind was blown away let me tell you what i had a client voices spanish signs english okay so we're using asl here but we're verbally saying the words in spanish mm. right because they're from el salvador and and they were actually they actually went to um like school and they were like so they were taught asl so they learned asl when they came to america american sign language Mm. but they spoke they voiced it's crazy let me tell you something else i I meant to tell you this yesterday but we got sidetracked i don't know where we were at subway my ear can pick up a uh a a deaf voice or a or a hard of hearing voice that have like that Underwater. I call it the underwater talk, but it's I don't really know what you like underwater voice. And I was like, he was ordering food, and I turned around. Sure enough, he was wearing hearing aids, yeah. but he has voice. And I was like, whoa! I would like walked out, but we were having a conversation. Well, me with my congestion, here. I can relate because mm-hmm. it's like oh, I can kind of hear myself better. So <laughs> that last song, I was sick mm-hmm. recording it, and I need to go back and listen to it. But part of me is like, uh, might want to. No, it's good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. good. Okay. We'll, we'll figure out, you know, the, the details of the mix and all that. Because I, I, I literally want to start, like, 
really releasing releasing these songs because mm-hmm. eric pretty soon eric's gonna be like bro we're if i make one more yeah for we're you. supposed <laughs> to be collaborating <laughs> like this is supposed to be like a collaborative thing where you know this is supposed to be a good look yeah where it's like yo you fucking produce that not like he don't put them out put them out yeah but anyway you were were oh so anyway so it was crazy to me because i was speaking spanish but but signing with my hands in english and i was like blown away i was like how the fuck did my brain just do that how i couldn't get it like i'm literally talking spanish but my but on my hands i'm speaking english but in my i'm saying a spanish word i was like the first time i did it i was blown away and how i and let me tell you i didn't even know i was doing it how i did it was my ex-business partner, she can read lips, right? Not every deaf person can read lips, just so that we can make this clear for anybody mm-hmm. who thinks that. So not every deaf person can read lips. Um, and so she, but she can, right? And so she taps me on my shoulder and she says, are you speaking Spanish? And I said, yes. But you're, but you're signing? I said, yes. She goes, wow, I've never seen that. I said, fucking mental gymnastics, superpower. I was like, I didn't even, (laughs) I did not even realize it because one sign language is not my first language. It's a language that's learned. So usually it's not dominated like in your brain. So what language do you think in? Uh, English. English. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it switches. I switch. So when I want to memorize something, Mm. I do it with my hands. So because when you finger spell, you don't really pay attention to the letters, but rather the shape that you're making kind of mm. right. And so it's kind of like because some people spell super fast. So it's kind of like, oh, OK, so you'll catch maybe the H, you know, uh, S, you know, you'll catch every other huh. letter. So then you, you know what shape and you kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me. It's weird. If we're going to park somewhere, what do I do? She'll sign, sign it. it to my hand and, and then I'll be like, it's where? fascinating because I don't know if she's, uh, uh, what's the word? Summoning her, <laughs> her, her right brain or her. I don't know if it's a left <clears throat> brain, right brain thing, <clears throat> but, uh, th- I think it's the left brain that deals more of memorization. Mm-hmm. And it also probably deals with how she said shape of letter. Mm. That's why when people have like a stroke or something, like they're not going to be able to read like, the brain one part of their brain is getting flooded with blood mm. in essence is, i think what happens mm. but anyway um that's crazy because she literally photographed memorizes it by summoning her left brain with it's weird it's crazy, crazy. and, and, it, and my, another theory is that might be proof that a bilingual person can more easily become trilingual Oh, for, oh sure. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have to yeah, I was thinking about agree. that. And I was like, when I'm around, around my mom, I think I, I think everything in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything in English because I don't speak it in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't um, I don't know. It's, it's for me. It's a it's a it depends on the situation on what I'm thinking, like how I'm thinking. You're talking to Penny in, in like the same amount in both languages yet. Or? She does. I do mostly main, Spanish. pretty much mainly Spanish for her. I might be guilty of doing 50 50. Hmm? So I'm going to have to. Did she get it? Like English as much as she does Spanish? Oh, I meant to tell you something. So this morning. She says teta, not titi. Yeah. Anyway. This morning when you were in the, in the room uh, waking up or whatever, <coughs> uh, we were in the living room and I had that. Uh, what's that? Daniel? You were still waking up. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. you were kind of not feeling. Uh-huh. You were like trying to like. Yeah, yeah. Bring no, up I all know. That. It's like you were asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what was um, it? 
No, we were both awake, but you were in the restroom. I didn't want to say yeah. the restroom. Well, okay. Oh, okay. He was in the damn restroom. Waking up. Yeah. Dumping a load, right? Yeah. Morning I was, like, I was okay, waking okay. up. No, no, so, no. That, that happened uh, later <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> Pre-workout kicked in. At the YMCA. <laughs> he baptized the YMCA toilet. He said, I'm here. <laughs> so anyway, so Daniel, the what's that cat? Daniel the cat? Or was it? Uh, He's the Mr. Cartoon? Rogers little. Yeah, uh, Tiger. Tiger. There you go. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Sorry, okay, I didn't Daniel. Know yeah. Daniel so, um, Daniel the Tiger is counting. One, two, three. And she goes, and she claps. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, wait, does oh, she, she understand Spanish? I mean, English? I was like, okay, I'm so confused right now. So <laughs> I was like, because usually English cartoons don't, don't like catch her attention. Mm. She just doesn't care to watch it, you know? But, but the minute she, I put but the she s- does tres, we'll be like una, uno. and then she goes oh, uno. I'm sorry, see? Like, Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> that full beer still there. I <laughs> mean, I know the number is uno. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you're talking about like una servieta. Yeah, una manzana. Okay. So uno, and then she'll go dos, and then and I'll go she e? and she goes. Dang. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we need to film her doing that again. The shirt thing was funny too. She was helping you. It pack. threw her off because her little fingers didn't grab the yeah. shirt. Yeah. So normally she would be like, "Dog." Yeah. Dang. Yeah. You know how much of a child I am? Real quick, when you're talking about the YMCA and dropping a load, I was like, "Oh, he's dropping the kids off at the pool." Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Swim class. And you know how this one, two, three counting happened was I would do it to her like repetition in the in the tub. Mm. And so I'd go like the I'd put water on her and be like, oh, no. And then, you know, she'd laugh and I'd be like, Dos. And then one day I was by myself. He had gone to the grocery store. I said, OK, come here, come here, come here, come here. I said, I need you to. Is it just to me or did she just say those? Because she said those before she said tres, mm. Right. <laughs> so I said, did she say those or am I hearing it? Like, is it just my imagination that I want her to <clears> say it, that she said it? So I called him in, and he's like, oh, shit. I think she did say it. So then I get Mickey later to come listen. I'm like, is she saying the number? Like, I needed, I needed everybody <laughs> to verify. Yeah, right? I needed assurance. Uh, let me ask Facebook. Uh, <laughs> hey, Facebook. I might be tripping, but I think my baby's counting at 11 Because months. she's not. No, she wasn't even 11 when she learned two. Like she was like nine months when she learned two. You had to say two. So I just thought it was kind of like too soon, you uh-huh. know. So I just thought like, no, nah, there's no way. It's maybe babbling, you know. So I think she's saying too, you know. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, shit, I think she Dude, did just say it, you know. The brain, like a child's mind, it's a, it's just a delicate little thing. You know what I mean? Like that's our job as parents. It's just <laughs> like make sure that like nutrition wise, like are you feeding your brain? You're not malnourished or malnutrition. Mm-hmm. Um you know so on and so forth well you know what you've gone through the process of having a kid from baby to 10 now mm-hmm. is it any different now are you observing things differently and doing things differently as far as like how they're oh yeah yeah uh, no yeah uh, night and day um are you more blown away by things that are happening as a in the, in the baby stages no not not blown away like oh i'm not saying like oh penny's smarter than mickey nothing like that but i'm saying my approach like i'm older mm-hmm. i'm a little bit wiser um uh, so just shit that I pay attention to or like like neither like for instance um, it's I guess when they turn a year One. when they turn a year I'm not I'm not a, an expert on baby nutrition but that's I think the time it's a different stage <coughs> where I think they have different nutritional requirements and 
Some people do like cow's milk, like dairy. Like whole milk. Some people do like infamil, mature, whatever like the hell. Like it's infamil for toddlers or next <laughs> le- next step mm. toddlers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, for the most part, I guess breastfeeding, it, it goes on depending, right? How hippie you are. Yeah. How long your armpit hair is. It's going to dictate if you breastfeed Ooh, until age five. Breastfeeders are about to get mad at you. <laughs> you know, to, uh, I mean, everybody knows I'm an ally to the breastfeeding community. This is a comedy podcast so yeah. <laughs> for t- real and my name is chingo yeah like my name is a uh, bleeped on apple <laughs> yeah i'm a musician and a podcaster and i use apple a lot and my name is bleeped i chose the name so i'm not all there all right <laughs> that's my apology i'm sticking to it um anyway so we're going through the process of hey like a luisa from mexico she's like hey we use nestle nido I also used Nestle Nido for Mickey because my sister Pat and all her family from Monterrey, where the multinational corporation Nestle has a strong foothold in, uh, obviously did some good marketing because all of Pat's uh, in-laws are from Monterrey area. And they're Mm -hmm. like, no, todos Nido. And I started paying attention. And Luisa is from Monterrey also. Yeah, so we actually bought some, but we're kind of, and it was cheap. So we're like, look, if it, if it don't, if she don't like it, or if we decide to maybe go another route, yeah, we then can. We can always just give it to give her because her, her her grandkids, her grandbabies oh, okay. take yeah. it. So yeah. I didn't feel as bad buying it, but um, I don't want to make Penny to the point where she doesn't enjoy certain foods. Like I, I want her to have that option, but um i want to make sure i want to make sure that she eats she's she's not not eating garbage, turning into like a little sugar addict because we did the comparison. Even though the calories are the same, like it, it said it had more benefits in terms of like prebiotics and certain stuff like that. But it had kind of good, a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. More and than the infamous. Now, if babies need that amount of sugar, then I'm all for giving my baby that amount of sugar. But I don't want to be the irresponsible one that was a victim to marketing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause so that's one of my questions on Friday. She gets her yearly checkup. It's like, listen, so when I do transition her, because I don't want to do cow's milk. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. I don't want to do calcium. And if and if we did, I'm, I'm gonna sound bougie. If we did, <clears throat> I, from what I know, you know, what I'm saying from what I've heard on podcasts, <laughs> in terms of like, if you're getting non-organic milk, you um no, I don't know if it's a milk thing. You probably know more about this. I have. I'm sorry. This is what I heard. When it comes to buying meat, oh, okay, the fat in the meat is what holds a lot of the toxins or antibiotics or hormones and those additive things that some meat processing plants do. Uh, supposedly, if you maybe Whole Foods doesn't allow a lot of that, that's why I hear that it's just better to get your meat. At, um, you know, if you're going to eat meat, make sure you're getting the better quality. So I just want to make sure that, you know, as a parent, I'm not fucking up. <laughs> I want. I'm gonna look it up right now, actually, because uh, in order to to have something labeled as organic, 100% organic, it doesn't actually have to be 100% organic. It doesn't. It just has to uh, be approved by the USDA. Yeah. Um. It just needs to meet certain requirements right. that they that they are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's organic. Yeah, it's they just, just met their standards. Yeah, they're just arbitrary standards too. Yeah. So if Penny had like, we don't know if we're gonna go cat the cow's milk route, but if that was the route. I'd have to go an extra step and just make sure, like, oh, we did our research and we found that one dairy producer, they're like, where well, the shit's legit, bro. Like, they're eating grass, not corn and soy. Mm-hmm. They're uh, roaming a little bit. They get some sun. They're happy. They don't over-fucking-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Milk them all day with, you know, 
the poor little becerrito crying as they yank it off of it. You go over there from away from yeah. your mother. <laughs> Did I just laugh the, in, in your voice? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just ad lib my skin? Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god. Well, I don't know if we're gonna have a hurricane this weekend or something, but uh, Don's got a gift. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a gift for Penny that she's like the twins loved when they were babies. I don't even. Uh-huh. Know, I, she explained it to me, but it's kind of like a it's a ga- it's a brain game, but also Ooh. like a toy for the. I'm bath, so I think. so. I'm gonna tell you something. Ninety nine percent of Penny's toys are all educational toys. Like That's all of them. Be. Yeah. I have poor girl doesn't know like. There's not one real like. Real I mean, some aren't like fucking nerd toys. Like some is like no. a little keyboard. Yeah, but the keyboard, <laughs> which arguably music is and great. Music is, is yeah. it's great for her too, and she lo- it's just a, a one finger peck thing. Yeah. But she plays her little yeah. piano. You know what I'm saying? So um, I have a bunch of instruments for her. That's too Morocco, nice. drums, uh, tambourine, tambourine. So I have a bunch of little. The whole uh, thing. A triangle. Ding, 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 ding. It's dangerous as fuck, too. It's like a metal edge. But you yeah. know what? She doesn't like... She. It's weird. She just... She knows to bang it. Yeah. So she, I've never seen her like... Fall on fall, it. Yeah, like right. uh, just... Yet. Yeah, exactly, fuck, right? Especially the metal rod that you yeah. gotta use. It's like... Ooh, this might be too much. Uh, sharing too much info, but this is funny. Dawn, uh, one of her coworkers just had a baby. And she's breastfeeding, right? And uh, she said yesterday they were at lunch and then Dawn just looks over and she's like, Oh, you got water on your shirt. <laughs> and it wasn't water on her shirt. Milk. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you? This is the most embarrassing. She, she put her jacket on. She's like, oh, fuck. You'd be leaking. Yes. That, let me tell you something. We were in Addison or Arlington, one of those. I am meeting Luis Juarez's girlfriend for the first time. We're talking. I'm br- I'm still breastfeeding at the time, right? Um, so I thought that I had pumped enough. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, and I'm wearing my, you know, maternity bras or whatever with the pads so that you don't fucking leak. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking. I'm like, having a conversation. And she skeets milk. (laughs) Out of nowhere. His (laughs) his girlfriend goes like this. And I'm like. You just skeet milk. I'm I'm wearing this like little see-through black shirt. But I'm wearing an undershirt underneath, sure. which is also a maternity tank top. It's got the clips here. It's a nursing top. And I'm wearing a nursing bra. So it went through a nursing bra and a nursing top. <laughs> okay. Damn, that was Damn. a three-day. So she's like, backed up on that she, load right there. It was. I was due. When you're on a schedule, you have to go. Like, yeah. you need to go. You know what I'm saying? So it was. She, I'm, like, all talking to her. It's my first time meeting I'm like, oh, girl, you know, this and that. And then... Uh, she just goes like this, and I'm like, what? And I'm going like this, and I look down. I have a whole puddle on Holy the floor. Holy shit. I was so embarrassed. I said, I got to go. And I just ran to the green room, and I said, everybody get out, please. I need to pump real quick. And I'm like, I'm like sitting there pumping. All I the think comedians it's gross. are having to leave the green room. Because like, uh, I, I think it's gross to pump in the restroom. I've had to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to make everybody get out. And all right, I'm just sitting there in the bathroom, and I'm pumping. But it was like, can y'all get out real quick? I need a pump. It was crazy. I was so embarrassed. I've been through that. So I know. Oh. Or thing. Hey, watch the fellas start using that with their girls. Like, baby, I'm on a schedule. I need, you know, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every day, same time. Be ready. You got to tuck me in. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen a movie called Neighbors with Seth Rogen? 
and Zac yes, Efron. I think I did. Yes, oh, yes, yes, so. yes, yes. So when they're a party. Wa- yes. So his maybe wife we watched it. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh. Seth Rogen's wife in the movie. She like d- forgets to pump because they're moving or whatever, and like her, you know, her boobs start to hurt, and she's like, "I need you to help me." And like he goes and like presses it, and it just like explodes yeah. on him. It's like mm, that tastes pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, good thing I cut that from my material. I had. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was an old joke. Oh. But yeah, okay. I'm glad I cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I was right. So that's the breastfeeding session. That's yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess I kind of knew that happened, but I didn't know it really happened. Yeah, just it does. There's some shit that's like, mm-hmm. or it just happened to me out of town uh, this weekend. She was looking camp. at pictures of the baby. I was looking at pictures of the baby, and, and I and I only breastfeed, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only breastfeeding one. T- I only nurse one time, which is at night, uh-huh. and it's only really it's a comfort thing for her because she has her bottle. Oh, okay. You still so, been doing that at night, baby? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So, so I only give her <laughs> you, news. You was over there still waking up, <laughs> <laughs> aka sleep. Yeah. No, uh, what? no, I forgot. Oh, I forgot that you were still doing it. Mm. So she, it's weird. It's like she drinks up until she's like, okay, I'm almost full. So I get about two ounces from my mama. So uh, let me go ahead and <laughs> just do these last two ounces. Oh, so mama. when you're like, bring me four ounces, that's yeah. why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not there for that part. <laughs> That's not your job. Yeah. No. Let's so, up a couple fan questions. Yeah, let's do, right, let's do it. Perfect let's timing. Just, uh, yeah. As I'm freestyle rhyming. <laughs> As we wrap up this. Uh, allergies. Allergies. Mucus on my sinuses. Here's a here's a kind of a deep one. This might take the rest of the time. I don't know. Um, oh, shit. Coming from a recovering addict, Ooh. what are your thoughts on drug addiction? Is it choice, disease? Question mark. Question mark. Ooh, I think it's a little bit of both. Personally. You guys have any experience with that in your lives? Not personally, but people y'all know. I, w- I wonder if um, <coughs> if he's read um, The Power of Habit. Is it that, that yellow book? That Charles Red, Duhigg. Red, uh, red yeah. writing, yeah. Where I, I need to go back and refresh on that book, but uh, that type of stuff makes a lot of sense when it deals with the brain. Mm-hmm. That's why addiction is so tricky. I think a lot of people are familiar with things like... Um, like triggers and like the 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 idea that oh man when it's winter that's when i really be you know missing my uh cigarette with my coffee you know i just remember right. at work it was cold outside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this was the song that was on the radio this is what i was going through at the time and it just kind of takes me back to that or, or whatever those triggers right um for instance if you if you're a recovering like alcoholic and obviously if you've been like sober and staying out of bars and staying away from certain friends, what do you think is going to happen <laughs> if you're triggered and you're at a strip club mm-hmm. and then, you know, you with those old friends and, and ah, it's just one and boom, it's a slippery type of slope. So my answer is that the brain is complicated, you know, and that's one of those things that you have to be uh, patient and it's it and it's it may not be what people think it is from the surface like ah it's because they're just fucking drogaditos and right it's because they like that shit you know which yeah yeah, i'm sure a lot of the partying that comes with it is enjoyable but then there's the void and the coming down and how you feel after and it's like fuck you know then i felt just like a fiend like (laughs) it wasn't even close to halloween (laughs) yeah Uh, rest in peace uh bushwick bill but uh yeah that's my answer man is that it's not necessarily like a uh, what is it like a chief lesson like yeah just, you know those things could be very tricky especially like old sometimes also habits. if you have like uh 
it, it is like for example like um an alcoholic it sometimes i mean it runs in the family so that's mm-hmm. can be an issue um and i and i also think that sometimes some, some some people have pain and so that's the route they go so they turn to to drugs so i don't think it was a choice i think it was more like oh this helps me um helps with that void it helps with that you know not think of 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 those things so why not do it and and think about it if you oh, can, definitely like the resistance yeah mm-hmm. so think about it if if you're going to be happy and you feel better versus whenever you're um feeling like shit because you're not high or you're not on whatever you know of course you want to stay high because you feel way better you're not thinking about that emotion or you're not thinking about that situation or the Mm -hmm. past or whatever your situation may be you're not thinking of those things so i think a lot of it is um i think in part of it can be someone's choice you know because you you choose how you deal with your problem, right? And we all choose how we want to take care of it. So that person's choice of, you know, uh, healing was by turning to this drug because it made him feel better. Some people may turn to speaking to a therapist. Some turn to the gym, you know? Mm -hmm. So you kind of find your own path onto how you're going to fix this. So it's, it's, I think it's very complicated. Addiction is very complicated, you know? Yeah, so the the example she was giving, um, it's like, Say, for instance, your addiction is rooted in an unfulfilled life, meaning like it's the addiction is like the resistance keeping you from writing that novel or doing that bodybuilding competition or that, you know, that quitting that job, getting out of that shitty relationship. Like <clears throat> sometimes it's almost like a f- complex form of procrastination. And it, in a way you are filling a void or mm-hmm. numbing a pain, the pain of I haven't written the novel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I, I really love comic books and I just don't have the balls to fucking finish it and try to get it published or whatever. Um, and I, I'm again, I'm not an expert, but I'm sure there's been discussions of is there a gene like mm-hmm. genetics wise for sure, uh, especially different forms of addiction. Like she said, alcoholism that I think definitely can be somewhat genetic and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like I haven't written my novel and this is how I deal with my problems. Um, then there's like um I guess hereditary falls under that for sure. Mm-hmm. But like DNA or is there a, the alcoholism gene? Um, and then again, just going back to the brain, she said, you know, sometimes maybe you haven't dealt with the past or you're still living in the past and thinking too much. That's the left brain. The left brain deals with the future anxiety and the past depression. Mm. Um, and where does addiction lie? So maybe when you're high and free from your problems, maybe I want to do research on THC and the brain in terms of I feel more creative. Maybe you're shutting up your left brain for a second so your right brain can shine for a second. Yo, it's kind of off subject, on subject. (laughs) Rogan had on uh, Robert Obrist, who is actually from New Braunfels, and he's one of the world's strongest men. Okay. He was on the podcast uh, yes, last night, mm-hmm. and I listened to it on the way here. And he was talking about – so he, he worked with, like, Boy Scouts and, and like, younger, like, youth kind of sports and high school and stuff. He was telling some stories of two in particular. One little girl who was, like, 11 had autism and something else. And uh, basically she had this thing where she always felt like she was falling. Like, unless you held her, she would feel like her equilibrium was off and was always <laughs> just falling. So she, the little girl figured out that if somebody held her, she felt better, right? But in order to get somebody to realize that she needed to be held, she kept she started hitting herself to the point where she would break her own nose. Oh Wait, how old was she when she goodness. would do that? Like 10, 11. 
And uh, they started giving her THC capsules. Uh-huh. Gone. Gone. Another one, another case was a little boy also on the spectrum and had some other similar issues where uh, just kind of just, you know, bad for lack of a better phrase, you know, like not behavioral listen, behavioral issues, issues right? Yes. Gives him, give, they give him also uh, THC capsules, chills, right? A friend, a family friend of this family, I think this was the girls, uh, convinces them that it was bad. They shouldn't be giving her weed. They stop giving it to her and she starts hitting it. And now she's just like hitting herself. Same little girl. Same little girl. Aww. Because her, the family friend said that's bad. Uh, you know, weed's illegal. It's bad for you. It's not illegal everywhere. Yeah, that kind of shit just <laughs> fucking makes your blood boil, though. It's it, you know they're the victims of uh, propaganda Ign- and ignorance. And, and yeah. Sometimes lack you know, of education. Yeah, it's all kind of, or or they smart as fuck, but they want to have a certain uh, sure. conservative yeah, yeah. Uh, outlook in the community. Yeah, their appearance or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's all kind of reasons, but um. But shit, I'm curious for real, like the effect of different quote unquote drugs mm-hmm. on the brain. Like that one dude that had that show on Vice, on Viceland, that he oh, would. Oh, that was a good show. Uh, oh, yeah. And Man. he also was a guest on The one Rogan. that talked really weird, the something skinny guy. Pharmacopia. Was it a. Uh, Pharmacopia. Yeah. Pharmacopia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating. I almost want to go back and just binge watch him because he gets scientific about it. Yeah. Uh, that's what, that was my favorite part. That was dude's when a he, trip, man. I love. I, yeah. He was on Rogan. Yeah, he was on yeah, there a few yeah. times. He's got a really weird voice, but he's yeah, good, he's but good he's at. very good. But I, I, I distinctly remember <laughs> going back to fucking Rogan. Though. <laughs> Damn, son. Uh, <laughs> it, his the homeboy. I don't even know the guy's name. The pharmacopoeia guy on on Rogan mm-hmm. because the podcast where we only talk about other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because he basically he basically broke down drugs, saying like, no, they're chemicals. That depending on the dosage, depending on how it's administered, may in some cases benefit things like PTSD, yeah. addiction. Yeah. Like, dude, from uh, psilocybin and psilocybin. I- psilocybin, ayahuasca and all these things. Hamilton Morris. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton's pharmacopoeia. Hamilton mm-hmm. Morris. Genius fucking dude. I feel like, yeah. uh, I don't want to use the word like ally and nothing like that, but he's really like almost like a whistleblower. Like he's spreading the word about like the shit you just said. Yeah. Like, bro, you, you know, this shit is good for certain things, but I'm really, really curious about this left brain, right brain shit. And I was telling Sol the other day that I want to master the balance in how I utilize my right brain, left brain as a professional artist, as an artist who's a businessman. You know where you can find out a lot about that? Uh You familiar with maps? Google Maps. (laughs) (laughs) So Maps is the multidisciplinary association of psychedelic studies. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So So Aubrey from On It has done a lot of work with the the people that are. What do I do? Go on YouTube. Just Maps.org. Maps.org. And you can find out a lot about the studies that are being done with certain psychedelics and all the studies. Left brain, right brain. All that kind of stuff, man. (coughs) How it affects the brain, uh, different diseases that it's helped and and or cured. All different types of nootropics and shrooms. So, So anyway, my point is this. As somebody who would benefit greatly, if I could really leverage my right brain, does that make sense, Rob? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. be able to really, like, bro, how did you come up with that joke? Mm. How did you come up with that song? How did you come up? I love when people ask me, dude, how fuck, like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, this whole character or this thing mm-hmm. or this t-shirt or this idea. Um, that's what's going to benefit me, and that's what the fans, fans want from me. Hey, dude, we need you to do some creative shit. So, uh, real quick. So, I w- 
basically I want to just use my left brain to create the framework and to schedule and to know, for example, hey, right brain, I just carved out two hours for you <laughs> to fucking your only job is to say some fly shit or be as like in the moment with your improvisation, whether it's a sketch or a song, whatever. You have three hours to do it. Go wild. I'm left brain. I'm going to go wait in the car. I can't wait to see what you came up with as I get us home safely. <laughs> yeah. That's my goal. Isn't that just like, is your answer ever just reaching the muse? Like letting go to the point where you just reach the muse and you're free. You're mentally free. You know what I mean? Like there's a book uh, on, on how Kobe Bryant and these athletes reach the flow state. Mm-hmm. It's basically like reaching right flow brain. state. Yeah. Uh, have you ever just, is that the answer sometimes where like it just happens, you know? Well, yeah, you want to try to uh, replicate that and conjure the that flow up. flow state, yeah. For sure. And, and um, uh, one example, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to the, Next question. the mics. But, but one example of what you said was Richard Pryor. I believe it was Richard Pryor where he basically came up with this. <clears throat> um, you know how Rick says attitude, energy, confidence, like his little framework, Mantra. his little yeah blueprint. Basically, Richard Pryor's whole pre-show preparation revolved around i need to be loose in the body tight in the mind so Mm. so the way i interpret it is are you relaxed if you're relaxed you appear more confident and you can behave and think and feel more confident which is important for commanding a room which is what you're gonna have to do when you fucking step on stage if not you're wasting everybody's time and money for sure (laughs) and the babysitters um so so loosen the body you're you're feel you feel connected with your material because you you already jammed your cumbias or you did your shakes or whatever right, right. so you're you're loose and you look comfortable now you feel the feet within your ground i mean under the under the ground and then tighten the mind which i interpret as you're listening yeah. you're in the moment you know you're re- you freestyled with midnight and Luis backstage and you were riffing with javi backstage you were roasting jerry you know and now you're ready to go do that Next question. That's what I'm trying I, to do. Oh. I just want to tell this person something. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe think about what caused uh, you to, to, to turn to drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And write down whatever little issues you have that, ha- that maybe happened in the past or they're currently happening. Write it down on a piece of paper and say, I will no longer let you bother mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I will no longer let you take over my life. Ball it up burn it up and let it go just Ooh, try it good mm-hmm. exercise just yeah. try it almost see, like breaking a spell yeah so yeah. just try it and see what that does for you for freedom yeah. and then hit us up and tell us yes, wait please. a month wait a month there don't you. don't just like i tried it i feel better no 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 no. try it and then wait a little bit and then hit us up on the podcast yeah. and let us know if what that did for you yeah forgive who you need to forgive let exactly. go exactly let go of what doesn't what no longer serves you yep <coughs> and on that note, great advice, baby. Yeah. I, I don't know. The, we don't need to say the person's sure, name. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm, I'm thank you for asking the question, right? It's turned into a motherfucking, uh, what's the guy? Dr. Dr. Drew. Drew. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah, Dr. Yeah. Drew. But I highly recommend things and hobbies and activities, whether it's some people are into yoga, some people are into meditation, some people are into like exercising as a form of me- meditation, but anything you could do that's therapeutic and fun and you can like 
distract yourself, pour, like something positive. Mm-hmm. Like some people turn CrossFit be looking like a religion sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it saved a lot of people. Jujitsu. Sure. They always say that, yeah. Jujitsu, uh, anything like fighting and martial arts. Um, but my point is, um, uh, what's the word, man? Goddamn, it's basically like those types of things. You know, it'd be therapeutic along, you know, yeah. meditation yeah. and stuff like that. Have you ever read, because you were talking about like the novel earlier in Resistance, have you read The the War of Art? Oh, Stephen Pressfield? Favorite book. Oh, ever. yeah, yeah. Same here. I, I literally want to order 10 copies. Yeah. We should, we should do this. Okay. I want to, I want to send it to like, for starters, my comedy friends. Yeah. Because really anybody and everybody can, can uh, get something from this book. You don't have to be an artist. Some of y'all are artists and don't even know. Some of y'all are artists that just haven't really found the courage in yourself to, like, give yourself permission to shit. Uh, you know, Doña Maria be slanging in tamales. She doing poetry on the side. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has a book of poetry. Like, she writes poems. And, you know, maybe she's the only one that reads them. <laughs> but that's a thing she's always wanted to do. You know, Rogan um, had Stephen Pressfield on the podcast, like, man, 10 years ago, like, in the early days book. of the podcast. Favorite book. Yeah. It's good. It's a short read, too, guys. I highly mm. recommend it. Like, I'm going to have to look at it. That's why earlier when I said, you know, buddy that was going through the addiction, uh, you know, issue, este, I had the word resistance because sometimes that resistance that's keeping you from accomplishing that that thing, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's trying stand up or finally launching your podcast, is <laughs> me talking to myself. Um, the resistance will show up in things like, you know, being promiscuous or a party animal, or you drinking, or you whatever your drug of choice. You know, whatever bad habits. Like sometimes it's just a matter of, bro, if you would just meditate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be be mindful that your thoughts are powerful and you just be kinder to yourself and forgive whatever, you know, it's very true. I knew that was going to take a lot of, that was good. That was yeah, a good. A yeah. Very, yeah. yeah you were right. Yeah. Uh, so let's wrap up with this Sorry. one. Loving the Netflix content. When are we getting another one? <clears throat> well, first of all, thank you for watching and liking it. And you're going to get a, a new one. It, it probably won't be on Netflix, but you're going to get a new one sooner than you think. And uh, I, I'm gonna make sure that you guys are gonna thoroughly enjoy. It. I'm gonna make sure that it's a fresh performance and um, and um, the comedy. We, I mean, the material that I have right now, I'm very happy with it. But I know that between now and the day we shoot it, I gotta be super ready. Just you know. How many tapings did you do the first one? Two. Two takes, and the mic broke on one of the jokes on one of the takes. Oof. And water spilled, <laughs> which I'm glad they used. That was a good take. The yeah. one. Oh yeah. <laughs> s- s- stupid joke, but. Um, yeah. And then there's this clip about, uh, it's on my YouTube about um, my mustache was all crooked on that clip. Like <laughs> it was from like my Snapchat, and I saved it, and um, I I must have got a lot of retweets on it, and that's why I uploaded it to YouTube. Yeah. But. Excuse me. It's about like people naming their kids uh, certain names, and I'm just like in my car, but I'm getting comment alerts on it like. All fucking day. Oh yeah, same that's fucking it. clip. Uh. Oh, that's I showed you the other day, like the what, the top five that were trending on your YouTube. Uh, it's trending on my YouTube. Family. It's fucking nuts. But a lot of it stems from uh, this uh, resurgence of upload uploads. Yeah, yeah. on YouTube. So anyway, that's it, man. Oh, that's it. Yeah, we'll okay. just wrap it up with that. Well, thank you guys again. Thanks to McAllen. 
Uh, we're looking forward to hitting San Angelo. My birthday month, August. Uh, we haven't established what we're going to do. One of my ideas is Marisol and I go have a nice weekend in Monterrey. And I, oh. and as my little 40th bucket list, um, I bet comedians hate people like this. Like, oh, you're only up here because you're getting old. Like it's your birthday, so you're trying to do. But I okay, want to do Spanish okay, okay, comedy. Okay. In case someone is listening to that, let's clarify that before we end this. Okay, okay. 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 Clarify okay. what? He Not has already it? done Spanish comedy. Yeah, I did. Uh, so he already did it. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. two. It's not something brand new that he's just. N- oh, look at him wanting to try this. Mm-hmm. It's something that he and I have both talked about that he wanted to. But do. I want to use the birthday as an excuse but to further. This, I told him. I said, "This is something." I said, "How great!" I told him, "Would I it like be to, grow to kick your 40th birthday off actually doing Spanish in comedy Mexico. in Mexico, though? That you did it dope. in the U.S., mm-hmm. yeah. but let's do it yeah. in Mexico." And I feel comfortable in Monterrey. I just want to like spend a day prior to just absorb the people and the vibe and get an idea because i haven't been there in a long time i don't remember anything i was like young as fuck i was like trying to think of everything i could come up with for for his 40th i'm like she's like what do you want to do and i said i I wanted to do a a party but i know how he is and listen at the end of the day he would have been like that was really nice but you know what would have been better and i was and and then and then i would have been like oh my god bitch i asked you exactly so it was like one of those things so i was like okay i'm not gonna do the party thing because i know i know him he's gonna end up telling me like i loved it it was great but you know what would have been dope and then i would have felt like shit yeah so i just decided because i wanted to i wanted to actually do like I wanted to do like a surprise party where like I contacted his high school friends who he hasn't seen because they sometimes come out to the shows. So I thought it'd be cool to contact them and see if like they'd be down to come into Houston. You know, I'd be willing to cover their hotel if they, you know, they covered their flight. So I just thought, you know, I kind of had a little budget in my mind of how much I wanted to spend for his 40th. And then when I kind of like talked to him and he was like, man, that sounds complicated. I don't know. I was like, (laughs) I told him that I was like in the back of my mind, I was thinking, how cool would it be to do your 40th? I invite your friends from high school. You know, like I was willing to like pay for their hotel. They did their, you know, they came in because it's only for a weekend. It's not like I'm paying for their whole week for them to stay here, you know. So I just thought we could pay for their hotel for them to stay and then they'd pay for their flight and we'd have the party. It'd be a surprise for him. And then I kind of mentioned it to him. and He was like, "Mm, yeah, that doesn't sound. No, that sounds complicated. That sounds like a lot of work. What are we going to do? And I was like, (laughs) well, thank God I didn't go that route. You (laughs) know, I'm like, sure. Shit. So then I just said, okay, so here are my other ideas. Peloton was out of the question for me because Peloton was on there. Yeah, I I wanted one really bad for a while, but I have a newfound perspective. I love my mobility and my freedom. And you know how we have a lot of uh, business ideas? Mm -hmm. A big, big requirement for a lot of them is can I work remote? Mm. Can I do this from a laptop in laptop Spain? Lifestyle. Can I have a cell phone on the beach and get shit done by hiring people that are like super expert at what they do? Mm-hmm. Right. So that was, so then Peloton was out of the question because I thought about what well, we end up moving, what's going to happen with that. Gotta be That's, that thing's too expensive to leave behind mm-hmm. at, at the office. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the Peloton. So then like I just thought, go to a class. Yeah. Yeah. So then I told him, I said, OK, so my idea for your birthday is let's go to Mexico City. I said, and you try comedy out there because he has a few connects in, yeah, yeah. in Mexico City. I said, and, and, you know, we just go Friday and Saturday because my mom can help. It's a dope city. And then my babysitter can take over during the day when we leave. I told him we leave early Friday morning. Right. Uh-huh. 
we're there all Friday day, right? We do whatever at night. And then Saturday, we have all day. We either, And then we come back Sunday, you know? Mm. So it's just a Friday, Saturday thing. And it's just because, you know, my babysitter already does a lot, you know what I'm saying? To, so that we're able to work and, and function and do a lot of stuff. So I also podcast, don't, podcast exactly. You yeah. know what I'm Sometimes saying? Sometimes getting to the studio. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, and I don't like to leave my child with a babysitter all the time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I do it because of out necessary. Of, exactly. Out of yeah. necessity because we have to work. So, you know, if I don't have to have her. And I'll, what do you think about our new schedule where we have breakfast with Penny? Mm-hmm. We wake up, you know, in the bed together. Uh, we'll get her set up, cartoons, snacks, whatever, you know, play. And uh, and we're all kind of hanging out. Coffee, uh, TV is on, whatever. And then 9, 30, 10... Luisa takes over and we can get in some work and hopefully some gym and then boom basically we and have now she leaves we go for a walk basically she has lunch with Luisa in yeah. essence and she still has breakfast time and dinner time and bath this. time and bedtime and you know what I mean yeah. go yeah. for a walk because um, I just told him you know we're always so overwhelmed we're home with so much to do I mean yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. And so, um, so I just told him, I said the same way we we ran such a tight ship in in L.A. Mm-hmm. I told him there's no reason why we can't do it here. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we need to just come up with some kind of system. We just the had same to be way. efficient. Mm-hmm. And like Javi was talking about uh, with Midnight Nine, like in your planner, he he's like down to the five minutes. Like if it takes five minutes to you know get the key you know or drive there like factor and everything mm-hmm. you know. and i do that so one thing that i told him that in order for us to be successful as well with this routine which is what we did in la is we would sit down and plan the week so mm-hmm. it was like this is what i want to do this week which is normally how i execute anything he does in his career is i'll ask him what is it that you want to do this upcoming year or next year, you know what I'm saying? What are some goals that you have so that I can start looking at ways to kind of help guide and find resources and found this, I found that coordinate, coordinate, you know? So I kind of like, that's kind of the same approach we need to take for this because then, because then I told him, then we say no to whoever we don't, we need to say no Mm -hmm. to not as we usually do. It's like, we try to like, damn, but we should really, should we go ahead and take this meeting? We should, huh? Like, and then it's kind of like, no, you weren't part of my meeting because you kind of just told me the day before. Mm-hmm. So this is the de- this is the time slot I have available now. Right. So I've just we've kind of or oh, I have no, decided. I, I know what you're saying it's like when you carve out your week in terms of like I'm going to this jujitsu class, I'm gonna do this boxing class, like you know, from workouts to <coughs> hell, a family events, uh, shit, playtime, yeah. go, mm-hmm. go for a walk, like those um, or even like haircut like just things that still got to get factored in you carve that out first that way when these other people start like vying for your time yeah, this is what i got um, open yeah it's yeah. it's no longer like fuck man i haven't had a chance to get in the studio because i'm doing this and usually thing. it was the opposite we kind of like would accommodate just for this because we're such business all the time yeah. it's kind of like we should though like okay what are we gonna do anyway we're just gonna hang out well yeah hanging out is good like it's not then there's nothing bad about it you know it's like fuck we need time to hang out too it's what like we, what are we gonna do we're gonna, do <laughs> we're gonna hang out anyway so we might as well take the call is that i guess that's me right there. yeah 100 percent. and i'm like yeah you're right conference call yeah and then i mean then how like, long could it possibly take and what, it's like 30? two hours later yeah yeah <laughs> the like, other day fuck. we did a conference call and then you hopped off on another conference call in the middle of our yeah. conference call on monday yeah 
No, I, that's just how it is and, sometimes. And not only that, but I'm gonna make a more active effort to like kind of stay out of the way in some of the things that which David. I talked to you about mm-hmm. that, yeah. Which is great, but my fear is um, sometimes things get suggested, and I'm like when David, uh, the thing that we mentioned that David was like, yeah, I think that just you know branding wise, right, right, and uh, and the whole time it was being thrown out that I was like. I don't want to do that. That's not <laughs> a thing. That t- and exactly what he said. Like to me, that's still compartmental. I was like, yes, yes, no. That's I didn't know. Sometimes Weird. you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I, that's where we need to that's be. At. Like, that's what I thing, told him. I was like, good thing I was there to be like, Whew, okay, good. Because I was like, imagine if like a month later, it's like, hey, we had this idea a month ago, and here it is, all fleshed out. This is what we've been working on. It's like, ah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to ever yeah, happen because it would because never happen because, like happen because I, I, I've already told him approval needs to be. Ha- yeah. So whatever we plot, it's now I bring to him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Checks it's and like, balances, yeah, you know? exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of how we roll. It's how the Chingle Bling brand works. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Hey. San Angelo. San August Angelo. 1st. August 1st. Small room. Get your Come tickets through. now. Come through. Get your tickets now. Yeah. It's Chingle my Bling. birthday month. Hey, that's August 1st, right? Mm-hmm. August 1st. It so kicks it off. You're kicking it off with San Angelo. Kicking off my birthday month. I almost feel like we should try to sneak in Laredo or Austin in, in the month. Of, is August already too crazy? Mm. San Angelo, besides Houston, this Monterrey idea. Addison. Uh, it's besides mainly. that, not really. Uh, let's see. I'll well, tell you if right you're listening now. right now, send your suggestions. If you're in Texas. I mean, shit, if y'all going to show up. Because if not, <laughs> they'll just suggest it. Like, I'm not going. Hey, anyway. Laredo ain't up the street. Yeah, for real. Or uh, 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 Austin, you know. Um, you know, there's enough time for us to try to coordinate something for Laredo, but it would also take a, a little crew. So <laughs> I'd have to run it by Bob. I mean, Bob, Rob, yeah, to yeah. see if uh, it depends on him menu. and the crew are available. Right. Which reminds me, uh, Javi has a Javi Luna has a gig coming up in Laredo, Texas, um, and I'm gonna ask him. What's up with that venue? And yeah. also, um, Jerry Garcia. Ah, yeah, I saw the poster out there. July 24th also has a gig out of McAllen at Snail Race. So oh, nice. if you are in McAllen, please go check out our boy. I did a double and take. And also on, like, on Saturday, um, the 27th, he will also be oh, at, yeah, yeah. Uh, in San Antonio. So if you're in San Antonio, check out our boy, Jerry Garcia. Well, yeah, yeah, our buddy Jerry Garcia, who's on HBO, is doing a South Texas run. We're not involved in that uh, in that. We didn't put it together, but we're going to help spread the word. Um, I'll make sure, like, if he has a little flyer or something, we'll tweet it and Mm -hmm. everything. Uh, And we, shit, it'd be dope to have him back later and really help do. I want to help put together runs Mm -hmm. for comedians. Like, it's hard having a room, but if you can have at least some type of, like, connect or system, then, uh, you know, Hell, even people like, l- let's say, I mean, Mo and Andrew Schultz and everybody, they're all doing like, you know, big shit already. Yeah. But you never know. They might be like, bro, uh, I'm doing Houston and then I have f- five days off between uh, between Dallas and Houston. And we're trying to pick up this Austin. All right. Do you want to do this, this and that? Yeah. You know. The way Rogan and Chappelle this weekend are doing a show together, you know. That's just, dope. That's just like. Or like put together I a run. I would love yeah. to attend that yeah that'd be pretty uh, cool is it sold out yet i think it yeah is. this is the third time we uh rob has brought up joe rogan on the <laughs> chingo bling podcast <laughs> on that note <laughs> all right everybody <laughs> thank you guys right, thank you guys peace peace